Welcome to the 1430 ESPN Outdoors Report, presented by All Out Marine in Allenton. Let's lead things off on the 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam Outdoors Report as we talk fishing with uh, Pete Huff from Best Dam Bait and Guide Service. Pete, yeah, we're able to get out on a few bodies of water here in recent days, and how, what kind of success have you had? Um, well, I was down in Madison, Chain, uh, Monona mainly, and uh, the bite was real good there yet. Um, had a couple kids and a grandpa out, and they did real well. Um, they had a limit of bluegills, uh, suspended about 15 feet down and uh, 25 feet of water and just had to find the fish with electronics and then I'd uh, just sit above them and uh, catch them. So how long does it take, like, how long did it take them to hit their limit? Oh, honestly, it took two and a half hours that day. Uh, they were catching two and three at a time. Yep. Fast as I could uh, unhook and bait hooks and whatnot. It was uh, pretty fast. So what is the limit? So somebody who's listening, maybe they don't know. So how many, how many like bluegills can a person catch uh, in, in, a, in a single sitting? Typically, uh, most lakes are 25. Uh, other lakes have special regs, but uh, that the Madison chain is still yet at uh, 25. There was talk of it becoming less, but uh, it's still uh, at 25. So you can get like 25 per person or 25 per boat? 25 per person. All right. So then uh, so you got, you're going to have plenty eating there if, uh, if you want to keep them all there. And uh, any other lakes have you heard a lot of activity on, or what have you heard? Uh, well, we tried... Uh, Winnebago, got some perch and a few mixed-in walleyes there. Uh, still uh, roughly that 10 feet and less on the uh, where gravel and uh, mud meat seem to be been the best. Um, then also this past week, I've been hearing a little bit more of uh, crappies and a few more walleyes on Beaverdam fighting uh, on the shorelines and uh, some fish are uh, starting to move in a little bit, so I've heard more activity on Beaverdam now. You know, I talked to uh, Pat uh, from uh, DNS down in Madison. He said that the shore fishing down there has been pretty good. Why Why this time of year is, is the shore fishing uh, picking up? Uh, well, the water temps drop, and um, the fish are they already got that mindset for winter, and they start putting on the feed here in the fall, and, uh, yeah, it just becomes uh, – Good, good shore fishing in a lot of areas. Wherever you have an opportunity to fish, it's worth trying. Do you do much shore fishing? I, I honestly don't. Um, here and there, maybe once a year, mm-hmm. but uh, rarely. I know I prefer to fish out of a boat. So what's what's the, just besides just on the shore? What's the difference? How do you fish differently if you're on the shore compared to if you're on the boat? That's funny you ask because if you're in a boat, you're always trying to cast towards the shore. When you're on the shore, you're always trying to cast out as far as you can. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're fishing um, deeper, coming shallower, fishing back at you. So uh, it's a little different in that regard. Whereas in your boat, you cast it in the shell and bring it out deep. Um, sometimes shore fishing can be better, I would think. Yeah. Hey, tell us about uh, Best Dam Bait and Guide Service here in Beaver Dam. Um, you can call me at 608-609-2707 or uh, find me on Facebook under Pete Hoff for Best Dam Bait and send me a message through that. And uh, the bait shop's at 1132 Madison Street, Beaverdam. It's open 24-7, so stop on in, and good luck when you get out there. All right, Pete, I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate you giving us time every week and talking about uh, where the fishing's at and what's going on at Best Damn Bait and Guide Service. Uh, people want to go fishing, right? Uh, you'll definitely make sure they have a, a positive and fun experience. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, thank you for the time, sir, and we will chat next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Wade. Let's head to Little Green Lake and bring in Todd from the Landing Bait Shop. Todd, what's the activity been out by you here in the last week? You know, Wade, in the last week we've been seeing a bunch of uh, musky fishermen coming out. So getting to be that time of year, you know, guys are starting to think fall, even though I think it's supposed to be about 90 degrees this weekend. But uh, muskies have been getting 
been biting pretty good. Uh, we're actually starting to see a few northern pike being caught. So, so fall time's getting close. Are there any certain spots out there that they're getting the muskies on Little Green? You know, it seems to be in the shallower water right now. Uh, I did hear a couple out in the deep water, but a lot of them up close, tight to the piers, uh, in the weeds still, probably eating bluegills and, and some of the perch are up close. Sure. How Size-wise, were they some decent-sized uh, fish, whether it be the muskies or the pike? You know, the, the muskie, the biggest muskie I heard of this week was 47 inches, which is a pretty big fish. Um, a lot of 30, 36, 38 inches too, but uh, pike, you know, biggest pike I heard was about 35 inches. So nothing real big with the pike, but 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 quite a few numbers. So that that's good to see. Any other lakes that you've heard some scuttlebutt on? Uh, Green Lake's been good. Um, whether they're trying for bluegills or trout or northern pike, I heard have been biting on the Green Lake. Uh, a few walleyes have been biting over there. So yeah, you know this time of year, all these lakes are going to start turning on a little more. All right, tell us about uh, the Landing Bait Shop. You know we're open. We're actually open in the fall now. Six days a week. We're closed on Mondays until ice start, um, but we're open 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. Hey, I appreciate the time, and uh, again, tell us where you're located again. We're on the south side of Little Green Lake on Belmar Drive. You just follow the signs in on 44. Todd, have a great week. Thanks, Wade. Let's shift our attention to the Madison chain and bring in Pat from DNS Bait and Tackle in Madison. Uh, Pat, uh, what's going on down by you? Well, people are still getting out fishing. We've had, uh, you know, a little bit of rain this last week. Uh, a lot of, most of southern Wisconsin got quite a bit of rain. We, I think we had close to three inches here in Madison. So, having a lot, a lot of people through the shop in the last few days, but folks are still getting out, and there's a lot of good fishing to be had. A lot of the fish that have been out deep are starting to move in shallow, so, um, and, and they got their, their fall feedback on, so a lot of good action out there. How deep are the lakes, and how deep are the Madison chain? How deep are those, those lakes? Well, uh, Lake Mendota gets down to, I believe, 83 feet in, in its deepest, and uh, Lake Monona gets to, I believe, 75, uh, something like that anyway. But yeah, they're, they're pretty deep lakes, uh, natural lakes that, um, you know, they hold a lot of fish, and the fish have a lot, of, a lot of room to find the water that's most comfortable for them. So when you get a lot of rain, does it really not cloud it up too much with, with depths that deep? Not really. Yeah, it's it. It's when you're talking about bodies of water as large as Lake Mendota or Monona, it um, takes quite a bit of water to really change, you know, depth or, or clarity or something like that. But if if we did get a severe event and and it, you know it all came down in a downpour, that can that can muddy things up. But this last rain we got was pretty much a nice soaking rain. Well, what are people catching? Well, the walleyes are coming up shallow, so that's uh, kind of been the big news. And, and the bluegills, too, are, are starting to move in shallow from uh, being out in the deep water. So I get a lot of shore anglers that come through here, and uh, they're excited to have some fish um, you know, where they can reach them instead of just being uh, exclusively a boat game. All right, so if you're on the shore, if you want to shore fish, now's probably a good time to head down to the Madison, Jane? Great time to head down to the Madison, Jane. And you always need to stop into DNS Bait and Tackle. Where are you located, and what can they find, and when are you open? Uh, we're open 6 to 6 every day. We're at 1411 Northport Drive, right at the corner of Northport and Troy Drive. Uh, we're just a quarter mile from the Warner Park boat launch and a quick jog off the interstate. And we've got everything from live bait to tackle to anything you need to get out on the water. Pat, I appreciate the time, and we'll chat next week. Always a pleasure, Wade. You take care. Let's slide over to Fishtails in Fox Lake right now and bring in our resident reporter, Dave. Dave, uh, how's it been at Fox Lake here in the last few days? Well, the fishing's been good. There just hasn't been a lot of people doing it. Um, I've had some friends out that are doing pretty good. 
um, on all three panfish species and um, catching some pike and bass also. I haven't heard much about walleyes, um, but I know if you were to troll out in the basin, you would probably hook up with some walleyes too. Um, it's just like I said, there's not a lot of people fishing this time of year. Everybody's geared towards hunting and putting their boats away and that kind of thing. But from my experience, this is the best time of the year to fish. And you mentioned the walleyes. How big are the walleyes in Fox Lake? Um, well, probably top end, 30 inches. Uh, you, you don't see that very often, but there's a lot of really nice 24 to 29 inches in the lake. Um, I know a guy that uh, a couple months ago caught 14 over 27 in a week. Wow. And he was out in the basin using live scope and targeting them, um, which, you know, you wouldn't know they were there unless you had that kind of electronics. But they're in there. Um, they're just not... Uh, you know, in your traditional rock pile type thing, you know, that you would fish on a lot of lakes. They're basically roaming out in our basin like nomadic. So without the electronics, you probably wouldn't hook up with them, but people catch them all over the lake when they're not trying for them, and some really nice ones. So people aren't necessarily going to Fox Lake to fish walleyes, but when they they do, or even by accident, they can't have some success? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the guys targeting them are trolling with crankbaits, and they they do quite well that way, too. Hey, have you heard about any of the other lakes, what's going on around you? Um, Actually, Big Green's been very good. Uh, Winnebago's been decent. Um, It's all about wind, obviously, for both of those lakes. But um, I have not heard much about Beaver Dam lately. I haven't heard... um, if uh, they're doing anything on Emily also. All right. Hey, tell us about fishtails. Well, we're right downtown Fox Lake, right on the highway, right next to the bridge. Hey, I agree. When are you open, and uh, what do they find in the store? Well, we're open 6 to 6, except Sunday, um, and we are fully stocked, and we're starting to get all our ice fishing stuff in and uh, tip-ups and all that kind of thing, and we're going to start taking our uh, summer tackle down and putting up our winter tackle. Uh, it's that time of the year, isn't it, Dave? Oh, yeah. Hey, appreciate the update. We'll talk to you at Fishtails next week. Okay, thanks, Wade. All Out Marine, your experts and local carriers of Tracker, Tahoe, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Regency, Brand Boats, and Mako Center Console Boats wants you to stop in to see their new and used inventory. Order your 2024 models now. From pleasure boats to fishing boats, All Out Marine has the boat for you. Check them out online at alloutmarinellc.com. Visit them on the northwest corner of Highway 41 and D in Allenton. All Out Marine is your family-owned, independent, authorized Nitro, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako dealer. 1430 ESPN Outdoors report continues now as we bring in outdoorsman Rick Wentland. Uh, Rick, uh, you're kind of a tweener season now, still getting some fishing in. I know a lot of people are thinking about hunting season. Where are you at? Uh, I'm over the board. Uh, I've been getting uh, my duck boat ready, getting a deep openers this Saturday morning. Um, it's probably one of the best days of the year for opening a duck season. But uh, to be honest, I'm not too thrilled about it because, uh, quite frankly, there's not a lot of ducks around. So and stuff they get moving them but uh, with the low water and stuff there's really not a lot of ducks around so there's ducks i see plenty of geese out there when is geese hunting season or goose hunting season uh goose is open since uh, labor day weekend i mean it, it's open all year there's early goose and then it just ties right into the actual open our duck season so, so do, you, do you get you out there shoot them geese anytime okay do you do you go do you go goose hunting at all 
Uh, not specifically for geese anymore. I used to many, many years ago, but now, I mean, I'll, I'll shoot them if they come into my decoys, but I don't specifically just go goose hunting anymore. Now, you, you've talked about it the last year we've been doing, the last couple of years, about the ducks. It just have, they, have there been any studies about why there there's not a lot of ducks in our area? Well, you know, a lot of studies by Ducks Unlimited and that kind of stuff. I mean, Wisconsin basically now is a fly-through state. It's not a resting state anymore. Um, you know, I always say that you know the best the best time to hunt ducks is is deer hunting in November. I mean, that seems to be the the start of the big fall migration, and a lot of times, the last couple of years anywhere, and you can blame it on global warming or whatever. But it seems like the major migration is after season is closed, the first Saturday in, in December, and it seems like the last couple of years the ducks really really migrate after that so so you mentioned wisconsin becomes a flyover state now for ducks what changes is that they decide they want to go farther south before they take a break yeah i don't know there's something in their little pea-sized mind that says we're going to fly right over and you know a lot of that has contributed you know years ago and when a farmer would pick a field he would have 10 bushels of corn laying in the field and uh, now you know the, the farming practices have gotten so much better. You can't you can't find a, a you know pop can full of corn in the field anymore because those combines and everything are so efficient. And I just think you know a lot of these fields they just don't have that corn and that grain laying in the fields anymore, and they don't stop. Rick, it's still fishing season, and I know you're a diehard. Uh, have you been out this week? You getting out here this weekend? Uh, what's on your agenda? What have you seen? Yeah, we were out here for a couple times. Um, it seems like the early morning bite is really good, and about 9 o'clock it just stops. Um, I'm actually in the process of loading my boat up now. I was going to run over Lake Emily for a couple hours. But, uh, you know, next week it's supposed to be almost 90 degrees next week, upper 80s. I mean, summer's going to return here for a week, which means I won't be in the bow stand because it's too hot to hunt, and so I'm going to be doing a lot of fishing next week. All right. Hey, uh, so you got your busy guy. Um, tell us about your baits, where they can find it, and uh, you're probably, are you done guiding this year for the year? Yeah, all done guiding. Yeah, I was at the uh, tackle show in Madison on on, uh, on Tuesday doing some ordering and uh, for, for fishtails. And all the all the vendors have said that this year there's a surplus of ice fishing gear will be on all stores. So, you know, last year was it was kind of slow, and a lot of manufacturers didn't sell what they thought they would sell. And everybody's going to have a ton of ice fishing stuff for for the new season coming up. So, um, you know, bait forecast is pretty good. Uh, hopefully, we get some ice so these guys can get out last this year. Last couple of years, the uh, been a lot of late ice and you couldn't even drive on until the middle of february hey so tell us about your baits so people are looking for christmas type things or just uh, picking up some for for someone or themselves actually i ran into a guy at the ymca rick and he said your baits are legit just so you know uh, we were talking he's like you're the guy that talks to rick i'm like yeah he said he picks up yours at fishtails and he says they're legit so you got an endorsement at the ymca from a random guy well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. And, I, you know, to be honest, I hear that all the time. So that's good. My lures are catching fish. on That actually makes me very happy to hear that. Tell us what your lures are called and where people can find them. Uh, they're Raw Bass Customs. They're bright green label. You can't miss them. Uh, they're at Fishtails here in Fox Lake, uh, M&M Tacklet and Portage, and Dick Smith's Bait and Tackle down in Pewaukee. Rick Wenland, our resident outdoorsman, thanks for the time. Good luck whether you're hunting or fishing. We'll talk next week. All right, sounds good, Wade.
There's a big event coming up at the Bayside Supper Club on Tuesday, October 3rd, and we're going to bring in Mitch Kuhn from the Beaverdam Conservationist because the Beaverdam Conservationist 29th Annual Game Feed is set for that day. The doors open at the Bayside at 5, free beer from 5.30 till 7, food starts at 6.30. Mitch, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. Yourself? Hey, good, good. Before we get going and talking about the annual game feed, which I've heard a major positive, uh, you know, it's been going on for a long time, as you mentioned. Tell us about the conservationists and what, what the Beaverdam conservationists are all about. Well, our organization strives to manage and maintain a modern, safe, and environmentally friendly facility that fosters the shotgun shooting sport, fishing, archery, and provides a competitive and recreational opportunities for individuals. Good stuff there. Now, the annual game feed is a popular event. Kind of tell us about uh, uh, what if people come out to the game feed coming up on October 3rd. What does that annual game feed support? Uh, funds raise goals towards our daily operating costs, uh, investing back into the organization for continuous improvement, help support the Beaverham High School trap shooting team, uh, donations to Children's Radiothon, uh, WWA, Beaverham Lake Improvement Association, and our scholarship program. Good stuff. Now, if somebody's looking for tickets right now, uh, can you kind of talk about how they can find them, and, and can they purchase them at the door? Do they have to be bought in advance? All right. So you can go to our website, which is bdconservationist.com, click on the game feed, and it'll pop up. There's an application that you can print off, and you can fill it out and either mail it back to us, or you can drop it off at the gun club on Wednesday night, um, or you could stop out and pick up an application for a ticket and fill it out on the spot. And there are no ticket sales at the door. These tickets only in advance. Okay, you have to buy them in advance. And how much are tickets? And what, what do you get when you when you buy a ticket to the to the event? Well, ticket cost is forty five dollars, which, like you said earlier, includes free beer from five thirty seven. Other food and snacks will be provided. And then we have lots of other activities that go on throughout the evening. Good stuff. Now, you're going to have some raffles and some other things going on as well. Can you kind of talk about that and uh, what else goes on besides eating at the game feed? Sure. We will we'll have uh, several 50-50 raffles. Um, our biggest 50-50 raffle is what we call the fishbowl, um, which um, is always a, a nice uh, prize for somebody to win. We have other games where you have a chance to win prizes. We have a live auction. Uh, we do. We'll have door prizes. Um, we have gun boards. Uh, we do walk around with different items that um, you have a chance to buy a ticket and win. Now, what kind of food is there, Mitch? Obviously, it's game feed. So, uh, can you kind of talk about what kind of food is going to be served here at the uh, 29th annual uh, Beaverdam Conservationist Game Feed, October 3rd at the Bayside Supper Club? What kind of foods on the table? All right. Yeah, Mike, who's neighbor to the staff, they do a really good job of. Uh, cooking up the game, uh, you'll have a different variety of fish, uh, venison. Uh, we've had bear, elk, wild boar. Um, this year we might get some alligator. Just get some gator meat. Um, we'll have there'll be soups and other except you know etc. items that go along with that. Hey, has there ever been uh, a food maybe that you haven't tried there, but you tried for the first time at the at the at the game feed? And you're like, hey, this is pretty good. And you maybe wouldn't have known how how it would have tasted or what you would have liked. Yes, I have. I mean, we had some moose one year that I have never eaten before, so I tried that. That was really good. I mean, all the donations for the game are, are, are always excellent in my mind. They're, they always taste real good. 
So if somebody's never maybe uh, tried wild game and they're maybe a traditional meat eater, this is probably a great opportunity to expose yourself and broaden your horizons, right? Oh, it certainly would be, yes, yes. Now, if people have any questions, where can they find information? Who can they contact uh, about the uh, the conservationist 29th annual game feed on October 3rd? Well, you could go to our website, bdconservationist.com. Uh, there's applications there you could print off and fill out. Um, you also can listen to uh, Daily Dodge on air for info. Um, and just go, like I say, go to our website and click on the game feed. There. And, or you can stop on on a Wednesday night and pick up a flyer or an application and fill it out and turn it in. Hey, if somebody's not familiar with where the Beaver, Beaverdam Conservationist Club is, can you kind of explain to them where that's at? Uh, our address is W9552 County G, which is west of Beaverdam, so between Beaverdam and Randolph. So just turn where the quick trip is, and you'll, you can't miss it, and it's going to be on your right if you're coming from, from town. But uh, the B- Bayside Supper Club is going to be the site October 3rd, the uh, Beaver Dam Conservation's 29th Annual Game Feed. Doors open at 5, free beer from 5.30 till 7. Food line starts at 6.30 again. Uh, where can they buy tickets? You can you can buy them at our, at our facility. You can stop on a Wednesday night or go to our website, fill out an application, mail it in, or turn it in. Mitch, I appreciate the time, and it's going to be another fun night October 3rd for the 29th Annual Beaverdam Conservationist Annual Game Feed. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Wade. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the 1430 ESPN Outdoors Report, presented by All Out Marine in Allenton. Hear the Outdoors Report every week on 95.3 WBEV, Friday afternoon at 435 and Saturday and Sunday mornings at 635. You can also catch the show Friday afternoon at 1215 on 1430 ESPN. Find this episode and all previous programs on demand at the audio tab at dailydodge.com.